everybody. Welcome to Improv FAQ at length. This is a series of longer conversations about improv topics that have lots of questions surrounding them. I'm James Quesada. And I'm Bob Wick. And in this episode, we're going to cover a topic that we've touched on in a couple different ways, which is being a good community member. What does it mean to be a community member and active and involved community member with your, um, I, I specifically, we're talking about like your improv community. Um, yeah. we're not going to lecture people on getting involved with your neighborhood. Um, but, uh, you should, I mean, you, you should, yeah. you should, that's our stance. You should. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, being an active citizen. Um, those are all things that you should do, but we're talking about, uh, uh, how to get involved with your improv community and, um, how to do a good job at it. And, uh, so there's a couple angles that this has come up and I'll, I'm going to, I want to throw it to you, Bob, because you are, I, I think a, um, kind of a poster child for being <laughs> an active, good community member. You do a lot of, uh, really great put on programs and give a lot of your time uh, to great things in the communities that you get involved with, uh, with, with improv and theater. Um, and uh, there's that side of it of like uh, helping out boost the theater community and put on like events and create opportunities and stuff like that. And there's also the side of like people who are like, what is there? Like, how do I figure out what's available and, uh, get involved and find different ways other than just taking classes or uh, trying to get on stage uh, to, to, to be involved. People just want to like uh, have a social community to belong to um, as well. Uh, so it's come up in questions in our Q and a sessions and it's come up in our conversations about various topics. Um, so how do you think about this idea of being a community member in your improv community bob oh it's kind of funny uh but i'm also a wrestling fan and there's this this philosophy in wrestling where if you are you know towards retirement and you've been like a big name like a hulk hogan type guy then you start losing to the person who's becoming the bigger you know like uh who's going to be the next hulk hogan you know so it's it's always not that I'm going to retire anytime soon because I love improvising, but it's knowing that I'm secure. So I should create opportunity for other people. You know, if, if I can, you know, uh, play a supporting character rather than the lead character or in, in a scene. So that person gets, so someone can get the opportunity of, of doing that who may never have had that chance on the main stage, then I'm going to do that. Because, you know, it's that thing we, we talk about in improv all the time. The best improvisers are the ones who make their scene partners uh, look great. And it should be the same with community. Like, the best improvisers are the one who create a strong uh, community. So we have a place to play. Um, but especially, like, during now, uh, I see a lot of things locally. We talked about um, the, the Shadow League at Pointless doing fundraising things to help out their theater. I see a lot of stuff at the Ants uh, where, where people are creating shows so they can have, you know, virtual content. Uh, a lot of stuff going on at, at, at Go as well. Um, like uh, we just had to do a bunch of physical labor to get the, the training center moved to HQ so they can close down that building, unfortunately. But, you know, it was all hands on deck. And, yeah. it, you know, it's, it's better that that happens than like, 
tell the three owners, like, go do it yourself. You know, you're not giving us stage time at the moment. Uh, so I think there's a lot of different ways to help out your theater. And you should explore those, A, to help out the theater so it can help you out. Like, your your relationship with the theater is, you know, um, it, it's uh, give and take. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't like it when I see talented people who only take because then they don't leave anything for the rest of us. It's gotta be, it's gotta be give and take. You should give. And I think you do a really great job of that. You know, you always created shows and when you do create shows, you always cast it for younger, you know, interesting people. And I think part of that is, yeah, you do like to play with new toys, but also I think you like to encourage people to explore what makes them them. And you create um, shows that, that heighten that. So I mean, I think this is an interesting topic for us to talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. There's a lot in there. Let's start. Let's start with. Um, yeah, I'm not a of of uh, we we were talking before this. Like uh, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know if we'll be able to do like a full length episode. But if it's shorter, that's fine. I think we're gonna have yeah. plenty to chew on here. Um, <laughs> let's start with the, I, the uh, one of the first things you said, which is about like uh, pretty much passing the torch to. Um, the next generation. Cause that, that's something that like, uh, when I do, when I create show opportunities, um, I, that is inspired by people who did that for me early on and, and paying it forward. So like Matt Nas, um, who we've had an episode with and talked about all, all the shows that he's produced and created. Um, a, a couple of them were, were really, like happened to give me a big leg up. Like when he did the gauntlet, um, which was a cage match style King of the Hill tournament. Um, he invited me and Alex, uh, Mar, my, my original duo partner to be, I think in, in the first week of it. And, um, that kickstarted me, uh, putting together like building that team. We, we went, we went from a duo to being like a seven person team. Right. Uh, and, um, and then he also gave me an opportunity to uh, play guitar for Rockomatic for a little bit. Um, at, uh, actually, me and Alex again, and and it's like um, that that always stayed with me as like he didn't have to give me that opportunity, but he right. saw that I was um, eager to get involved, and he was creating shows. And when you create shows, you need people and talent and performers to make it work um so it it, you know it's a win-win but like you have to on the flip side of that what i learned is you have to have an eye you have to be paying attention to who to what is going on the community what's needed um and think about like okay this is the show idea i want to do but also how can i use it as an exciting opportunity to get people involved um who are uh who deserve a shot like are coming up you know absolutely yeah and i I mean like going back to matt Nas, like i think he's the best example of how to do that kind of stuff uh both me and you got a got a big push because of that gauntlet um and all the all we talked about all the shows that uh his uh variety show started you know Mm -hmm. um I think it's important, especially for people like us who have been at the theater for a while and who are instructors, like 
pay attention to your students, you know, pay attention and, and not just like the, the, the shining star or whatever, the, the, the A student, like pay attention to those who, who are, who are, who have a love for the art and maybe having a harder time, you know, maybe, you know, take them aside because as for somebody who needed extra time to develop their, their comedic voice, like I appreciated those times where someone talked to me, like Dave Davies was a really big influence on me like coming up through when I was at second city, because when we would have shows at the ant or, you know, auditions through second city, he was there. Uh, he would take us aside at some brothers, you know, give us a, you know, a pep talk or some advice. And it was always like, Oh my God, this guy who is just crushing it on stage. Anytime you ever see him is taking five minutes to just, you know, just to chat me up, you know, not, not chat me up, but just to, you know, give me some, some of his time and it was appreciated. And I yeah. think, I think we, when you start performing, you, you're always looking, I guess you, you, you're looking up to people who are on stage. And then when you get on stage, you don't realize that there are going to be some people who are looking up to you. Mm-hmm. And it's a weird thing to get used to. It took me a minute. I think it takes some people some time. Uh, it's always fun for me to hear like uh, when when students talk about someone who just started, like who just became main stage. Like, oh, I just saw like Alex Bergman, and he he said hi to me. It was cool, you know. And mm-hmm. I don't think Alex Bergman still knows like how how people perceive him. And he's a very talented guy. And yeah, it's going to take some time for him to get used to that. Yeah. Yeah, and we talked about it with uh Jenny uh when in the conversation about power dynamics where like the yeah, not like like ha- having to kind of like take a step back and realize that like okay, now you're role model like like in 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 the unique way that it exists inside of a improv community. Um you can't take for for granted or um undervalue uh, the fact that you people are looking to you think you're like like uh, doing shows and it's like, oh, how cool. Like um, right. when you enter the world of improv, you have to remember what it was like for you to be in Narnia all of a sudden and yeah. uh, look to people who are crushing it on stage or or teaching classes and stuff. And um, yeah, I think I think it's a uh, good to be uh, prepared to like um, one, be, be uh, patient with with people who want to bug you and ask you about questions, if that's how you feel about it, uh, or be generous with your time too. Uh, if, um, if you are a teacher, you know, that like, it's going to carry over to, um, different, uh, wherever you go, you know, in, in the, in the improv community, people are going to be like wanting to pick your brain or, or say hi or whatever. Um, there's a weird kind of like, uh, (laughs) insular, uh, celebrity to it. Uh, right. (laughs) Funny. Honestly, I absolutely love it when students come and introduce themselves to me because I love that enthusiasm they have. And it's hard to like, you know, you and I've been doing it for what, how long have you been doing it? 12 years now? Like 11. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to, to maintain that, that, you know, that new car smell, if you will. <laughs> so, like, anytime, like, oh man, you just learned zip zap zop and want to talk about it with me, please do because I miss being excited about zip zap zop. You know, I, I miss yeah, that. true. Yeah, you know, uh, we were at the stage where we have to invent things to get excited at to make this more challenging. Yeah. So, like, 
Please, yeah. Um, I've I have, I've never really had too many people who who are established complain about being asked about improv. They're just you know to put it out there. Uh, and anybody who ever has, you probably don't want their advice anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, or or they do a good job of hiding. There's some people who get right. to, to improv, and they'll let you know because they won't be there. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and that's more about them being, you know. Well, yeah, look, yeah, look social, yeah. It's fine, especially if you are a teacher, director, and a performer. It's it's like, um, I, I don't think you and I are as much the kind of people that that are like, I need my life, life, and my improv life to be separate. Oh, no. Like they're fused together for me, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, but I, I understand that for some people that there is a separation. You want to be able to flip the switch off and just hang out, not talk about improv. Um, and, and that's okay. Uh, th th I guess this is a little, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. I didn't even think about that. That's how like foreign of a concept that is to be like, Oh yeah, I guess that does make sense. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah. sorry people for shitting on you earlier. <laughs> no, but, but, but like, but like, I, I guess, I guess what it is, is, um, again, it's, it's like at least, at least understanding and not, uh, uh, misusing that position that you're in, because if, if, if you're not into it, you want to be separate, then you got, you, you do have to kind of go out of your way to, um, hang out in the room where, uh, conversations aren't, aren't going to be about improv, wh wh whatever that means. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's on the on the other side too. It's it's like um, again thinking back to being on the student side of it, and um, improv is such a positive, supportive uh, world to 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 be in, involved in, and that's one of the things that that really draws people to it is just how cool and imaginative and um, uh, just positive that it is, and uh, uh, so the things that you say and the conversations you have with people can really uh, be inspiring to, I think it is a, a surprising degree. Um, and I know that that was true for me as a student that, that like there were plenty of conversations I had that, that really just like, uh, I don't know, opened me up as a person as much as it did as a performer. Um, and it be, kind of can become this like philosophy and outlook um even if you're talking about the mechanics and the nerddom of improv, there's things about it that, that still for me become like portals to, um, uh, a developing outlook. And, um, so I think about that too. On the other side is that like, that's not necessarily right. what I'm trying to do is just like, I, I'm going to, I want to say the most inspiring thing, but I just want to treat conversations with, um, accessibility and patience and encouragement because, uh, I know how much uh, that can um, mean to someone. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know if we've had conversations about past conversations we had with other people and what they, what that's meant to us mm -hmm. and, and that it sticks with you. It sticks with you. It's, I think a lot of artists have an issue with judging themselves. And it's so easy for someone with a great imagination to come up with a lot of reasons not to do things or to criticize something you have done. And it, it sucks. So to have like a counterbalance of people you respect in your head as well, telling you, yeah, yeah that was really cool. It, it's really fucking helpful. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of self-esteem in it, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great point too, because, and I think on, on both sides, it's, it's like, we can also make up a lot of justifications that devalue improv for being silly and trivial and dumb or whatever. Like it, uh, it's cool to call things stupid in comedy. Right. It's right. and, And I get that, but at the same time, um, I've just, especially during the pandemic realized like how much of a, um, a, a beacon it is for like that. I didn't appreciate in the same way in normal life that, um, when I think about like, there's so many things to fight against in negativity in the world right now. What can you hope for? What can you root for? And I think that like the spirit of, um, what you find in the improv community is, is something that you can root for, can hope for. And, um, that that means more than we want it to, (laughs) you know what I mean? We're like, Oh man, that sounds too important. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, (laughs) again, the same kind of artists have issues of being vulnerable. So, it's a lot safer to be negative or, and to put up like a, a perfectly skin to, you know, so no one gets close rather than be honest and, and connect, you know? Yeah. Um, and I guess this is a little bit of a different conversation too, but, but like, it's a tricky yeah. balance between those things, between like keeping it fun and irreverent um, right. and also recognizing the, the weight that it can have on you as a person and the, the people that you surround yourself with. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so let's switch gears. So what would, to you, let me ask you this. What would a strong community member look like to you? What does that mean to you? Like if you had to create a definition or. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, <laughs> this is funny. I'm having a hard time being succinct on this topic. I thought it would be an easy one. <laughs> to yeah. Tell. But, um, okay, let's see. What does a good community member look like to me? Um, Not everybody has to be the superhero of the community. And uh, pretty much no one should just uh, come and go as needed. You know what I mean? Like, you should should basically... like you said, give as much as you take. If if you if you are super super active and you want to be on stage as much as possible, you should also take an interest in in what other people are doing on stage right. and the opportunities that are available to other people, whether or not it's something you can be involved in. Um, and if you are only there for classes and doing your class show, uh, and maybe you have an indie team, go see someone else's class show. Go uh, see someone else's indie night. Um, and, uh, uh, and take an interest, um, that that's yeah. pretty much the spectrum for me is, is like, are you equal parts, um, active as you are supportive? That, that's pretty, that's pretty fair. I think that's a really great definition. Um, I, I'm glad you brought up class shows because honestly, I think, I think main stage people should go watch class shows. I really do. I think, it, uh, I know when I was coming up, uh, there was, uh, he was, uh, God, his name was Owen. I can't think of his last name for the life of me. Cause I haven't seen him 15 years, but he was a really, really great guy. Really talented guy. Uh, he spent most of his career on the, on the cruise ship. Like yeah, after he graduated, he basically went straight to the cruise ship and I haven't seen him since. Uh, but before he went on the cruise ship, he was at every show. And so was, and, and people like Matt Noss, you know, like he, I'm always going to go to Matt Noss cause he was, he's been like, pretty much the blueprint mm-hmm. uh, 
but I remember asking Owen one time, like, why do you like, isn't this boring to you? And he's like, no, I, I love this. I like, I like people see me and then he, he named somebody else who used to go to his class shows. And he's like, I remember that person used to come to my class shows and how much it meant to me. So I'm passing it forward. And I just, and it just stuck with me. Like, yeah, we should be passing. Like going back to my original statement at the beginning of this podcast, like we should be passing this forward. We should, you know, if you want some, if you're asking people to come to your show and to post your posters and, and the, the, you know, use their social media platforms to promote your stuff, you should be doing the same or even a little bit more, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And again, I think it's that equal parts thing too. And, 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 and because it's not just about, I thought you were drinking a surge for a second. Is it a LaCroix? <laughs> yeah. No, it's a surge. I, <laughs> I've had a doomsday stash of surge. <laughs> cooler in, in Westland for like 20 years and man today's the day i'm breaking them out a pandemic get the surge out <laughs> yeah i knew this day would come <laughs> so, uh so uh, uh not just uh, about stage opportunity but like the equal parts um giving and taking i think also applies to like uh, uh, reflecting on and appreciating what you've got, what you've gained as a person from being involved in the improv community and at the, and at the theater. And then the question is how, what can I do to help make sure that that happens for someone else? Um, and that might be a lot of things is, is, uh, just helping promote a show that, that you're in or, or that you, someone that you like, is in or whatever it is. It, it just like uh, giving a shout out of, of like, yes, check it. You, if you go see a show and you're like, that was great. Um, just give it a shout out. Little things like that can help um, uh, create awareness for the theater itself. Uh, if there's volunteer opportunities, like things uh, for, like snow day or fundraisers, if the theater's a nonprofit and doing its own fundraiser, uh, doing what you can to give to that. Uh, uh, you know, we've donated things like uh, workshops to, um uh snow day or or as like raffle items yeah. um or like movie, a dirt diff. Yeah. um if he he he's he's all about gilda's club i love Gilda's yeah. club but he, if there's something going on and he's like uh james are you available for this the answer is yes and oh, that has to do with like gilda's is not directly associated with uh any of the theaters but they are a uh satellite entity of the improv world and um if it weren't for uh you know someone like gilda radner like maybe there wouldn't be yeah. you know what i mean so so, so i'm like i'm like yeah. of course i want to give to something in her legacy and an organization like that that has been linked to the improv community in that way find opportunities to to give back the things that you've gained um in whatever way that you've gained them yeah uh because I mean, we've had so many conversations with people on here who who talked about how much they changed and how much improv has improved their lives. Like, I don't see why you wouldn't want to pass that forward. Mm -hmm. It's such a great gift. You know, being on stage is awesome. It's one of my favorite things, but it's all the other aspects that kept me here. You know, it's, you know, meeting people like you, like me, like, and all the other friends and, and just being able to do stuff and the community and being part of something. 
You know, you're only on stage when the theater's open for an hour a week. The rest of the stuff is what really brings you back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, and I guess, but this is the other thing too. Let's go to this, this side of like the extremes because, okay. uh, this is going to sound like a pat on, on our own backs, which oh. um, that we're, we talk in ways that just seems that way. But like, yeah. um, you and I are particularly involved in the, the improv communities. Uh, not everybody has to be involved to that degree, but I think every improv community needs champions like that to exist in their community. And I think yeah. that like, uh, if you're involved in a community that is uh, maybe newer um, and it's, it's like uh, I, I think about like um, I got started at go comedy uh, pretty early. I, well, you, and you were there uh, from the beginning. It's and it's like um, when that's a new community and you start to realize that, Oh, uh, you know, a place like the planet ant has been around longer or like going, uh, going through the same cycle again with like pointless. It's, it's like, who's okay. going to be the people that, that stand up to, to be the community leaders here. Cause it's gotta be someone. Yeah. So like, I don't know. What are your thoughts on, on like filling that role or being that role? It's a lot of responsibility, you know, mm -hmm. and it's got to come from a place I, I love, I guess. Uh, and it's, it's, it's an important part. It's every, I mean, every kitchen needs a, a chef, right? So I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I like, I, I want to say so much right now. It's hard to like pick. What does it mean? You know, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, but going back to what I said before, like you, I think if you could find some people who do, who are not afraid to work, who who are asking, what do I get out of it? I think it's important. And yeah, I don't think everybody needs to be as active as we are, but it, it man, I tell you what, it's nice when someone asks, like, can I help? Yeah. You know, uh, I think about a couple of times, like I was putting up flyers for a snow day and just, someone walking with me. So I have someone to talk to between buildings was a nice thing. Like having chase there was incredible. You know, it's, it's little things, you know, like you're not, you're not doing it all by yourself because no one should have to do it all by themselves. Yeah. And, um, and then, and then when there are hard times like the pandemic or, you know, who yeah. could have predicted that, but, but like, every, I think every theater is going to go through uh, talking about the planet ant. Like um, when I started improvising, uh, they were kind of going into a lull and it was kind of hard for them to get uh, audiences on Monday nights. And um, they had like, like before uh, I got introduced to them, it, they enjoyed a long stint of uh, really successful shows. And like when second city is around and then they had to rebuild. Right. And with them going through a lull, it's 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 like the the stronger their community is, the better. And and they right. they have always had strong core community members. And in order to to come back up and get to like the peak that they're at now and the expansion that they're at now, it takes strong community members weathering that. And um, I, like I think it was uh, maybe uh, I'll, I'll there's so many people involved at the planet that that would deserve 
credit for right. all the great things that have happened. But Jamin in particular uh, was like yeah. doing the hot dog thing, right? Like like barbecuing or something, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, the hot dog challenge. Which ones do you like better and stuff like yeah. Yeah, and that really got people to start coming out on, on Monday nights. And then it's like um, uh, keeping the home team strong and um, restarting the the uh, class program and and um, the ant process and things like that. And yeah. it's like um, it's very much that like if you uh, it's not it's not exactly the if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. But it's but it's like uh, for richer or for poorer in, in the sense that like if you're involved in the community, be there for the community when it's at that low uh, and as as well as when it's at that peak, because like everyone loves to be there during like diff and, um, you know, these uh, bigger moments. But but it's like. Uh, Again, think about how great that is and um, see if you can give back something equal to it at the lulls. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a great example. I wish everybody treated every weekend as if it was different again. You know, just to be excited to be there. Like, I know, like, with Diff, we have a lot of guests, and that, that's always going to be, like, the pinnacle of the year. But if we were as supported with each other throughout the – and that's asking a lot – but if there was some like if I could if I had a magic wand and we had enough people enough you know organization and support it would every week, weekend would feel like this until mm-hmm. and then diff would be, just be super crazy then uh, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah it is it always it's just chasing yeah. the dragon right it's, it's 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 yeah whatever but um but yeah you you, well, you, you boost it and like uh, uh, yeah. uh also the idea of a high tide raises all ships uh because absolutely uh somebody like andy reed who's involved in like every yeah. theater and helping everyone out um is a, a fantastic community member on a, on a larger scale yeah. but there's some people that that need to be more dedicated to the specific theaters as well because the more that you have that and the success of the specific theaters right. develop the more that that builds the community because there's 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 general interest and overflow and people uh learn the more successful your theater is and brings people in to ask about what else is going on in the improv community the more people are going to learn about the other theaters and look for other um styles and opportunities and yeah people to socialize with you know i agree uh and there's been points during during this this uh improv journey um where there there were times where it, it's never been anybody in charge of the theater it's always been students or people in the community who were like oh you're a you're a go guy and this is an ant person and that's a pointless person like oh i mean there are people who maybe because of proximity or your work commitments who play more at one theater than the other but let's, let's, let's not try to start any school rivalries unless it's yeah. like all in fun uh i do like I know when you teach and then when I teach, uh, at the beginning of classes, I always like I, I I do push my students to go to other theaters to see other shows. You know, they being a student at Go, and I think I think at most of the theaters, like being a student at a theater, most of the time you do get at least one free or free shows or a free show pass, uh, which they should always use. But and if you love improv, go see as much of it as possible. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Which is another great way to support the community. Like, you know, buy a ticket. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, 
so let's also talk about like uh specifically back to show opportunities <clears throat> yeah. well, a couple things that i want to cover on, on that one um diversity initiatives are huge and um having jams like uh go comedy has um the uh true colors jam and, and again it's so it's so it's always so weird to talk about this in, in like um present tense yeah everything yeah. on hiatus but like be, being a good community member also uh you know we talked about like creating opportunities for others others it's it's also right. like i think that's something that we're all learning and i know that i've uh been working on and and building consciousness for is also about um inclusivity um and again the the types of conversations we have with jenny about like um the things you put on stage are if the, when they're popular are going to be there's a cycle of people off stage in the audience who are going to want to get involved in your community are attracted to the things you put on stage and so that means a, a couple things is one that's about style uh, and it's also about the uh demographic makeup of your of your uh what you're putting on stage as well right so um being a good community member uh can will also mean being conscious of that and and being like um where where can i help fill opportunity and and representation um and you know things like like jams um there's uh we were pink was the all ladies jam right 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 and then there's the um true colors was the lgbtq right jam and represent yes yeah that's the one that jake was uh ready all right and i think uh i think that one's coming back him and him and tam are putting something together for a, a virtual version of that so that's gonna be cool yeah and um it's it's uh not everybody can be responsible for all of those things, but like, um, yeah. having, I think, I think, uh, paying attention and, um, learning is uh, of like the needs of a community. That's huge too. Not just what you do, but also like what you, um, go out of your way to learn about and, um, see opportunity that, that could, uh, grow in a positive direction. Yeah. And, this is okay. This is getting off topic. Uh, what I'm about to say next, because I, I completely agree with you, but I don't really have anything I can add to it because I think you, you nailed it. Uh, but I'm also thinking about casting is important for And I think there's been times, you know, everything goes in stages. And I think there's been times where I've noticed, like, it felt like, Oh, this director, almost cast the same some people all the time and whatever diversity or you know it's made up that's one thing but there's also like oh these are the only some people who get to do things so that's another part of it and that's a that's another uh part of the optic optics that that can be a little disheartening for students you know like why should i try because i'll never be one of those some people right yeah 
Yeah, that is that is tricky. And and again, it's it all of it is is this weird juggling match, including right. um, you know, uh, who's getting the majority? Like 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 you're saying, yeah. like specific people getting uh, a a lion's share of the opportunity. Um, because uh, the argument can also be made like if you're a business, you want the seven you know strongest people or some some people who you absolutely know are gonna crush and. And when an audience member pays for a ticket, they're they're going to be satisfied. So it's yeah, the give and take. Yeah, and 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 so that's the thing too is is that like we're we're really we're we're t- we're not talking about commu- you and I from the perspective of like owners. We we are uh, talking about it from the perspective yeah. of like uh, having been a part of the leadership uh, in a community as well as uh, students and uh, general members of a community. Um, but there, of course, there's a lot that that goes on to the plate of um, the or the onus is on. Um, the the theater itself to uh, yeah. make decisions about like how are they going to include diversity initiatives and um and what what makes sense you know uh, all all things being equal as if they ever are really <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like well uh you know second city main stage is like um these are the 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 prime players and that is a business yeah. model um and. Uh, so so yeah, maybe maybe it's it's a little bit of uh, a sticky area to to mix in with like uh, what the demands should be from a theater, and I think there's a lot of that going on too. But maybe maybe our conversation right here is is more about like yeah. no matter what the theater is doing, um, uh, what can you do? Um, yeah, as as well, I mean, independent. But really quick before we get off the subject, like my opinion is the. the well, at the very basic level, the, the theater's job is to keep the lights on and try to bring people in. And then when they're there, they're comfortable. Mm-hmm. At the ba- the most basic level. I mean, there's a lot more nuanced stuff they have to do after that. And we're, we're, trying, to, we're, we're trying to keep that into like community stuff. So, I mean, once you accept that, what's your job? You know, if, if you had written a show and the th- and the theater's hosting that show, what's your job from there? Now, take a step back. If you are if you haven't written a show, but you're in that show, what's your job? Okay, take a step back. If you're, if you're not in the show, but you're a part of the community and you like the people in that show, what is your job? So it's like, it's a different commitment level the more and more you step back. So go, basically what you said in the beginning, like you're, you're, yeah, the, the balance. Yeah. yeah, and and I don't know. It's it is it, it is it's a balance of give and take, and it's also I think yeah. um uh the part of it is to you know there is a degree of like expectation that you can put on the theater to uh, be like uh, these are our demands um or like uh right. um there should be open lines of communication between the community and the leadership and own ownership of, uh, yeah. of, of theaters. And, um, I think if that exists, then as a community member, that is something that you can pursue is, is if, yeah. if you notice things about the community, you would like to see more of something you can always, um, reach out. I hope that those lines exist. And I hope that if they don't, that that is something that, uh, uh, co- communities rally to work toward is, um, open, healthy lines of communication, and effective communication um, yes. between the community and uh, the theater. Uh, I agree. Uh, so, so why I set that that last thing up is 
because there there is community members I've noticed who ask too much for the theater. You know, like uh, they they want the theater to buy billboards and for their class show, and it's yeah. it, it's just not cost effective. You know, I think for the most part, it's yeah. been my experience that 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 uh, theaters, you know, do the best they can. Do they do everything they can? Do they always do the right thing? Absolutely not. But they're run by humans, and humans make mistakes. You have to you have to be realistic about about your expectations of of what you're right. asking for, and um and pick your battles. It's it's like right. uh you know because yeah like do you want like what's what's more important is 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 like uh well I I guess really the thing I'll say about it is that it it takes a village to do the work right it's 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 right. Not, we because we've talked about the theater can't do everything and the community each ind individual member can't do anything but you can absolutely work together to do all these things on a list um if everybody uh you know takes the love that they have for the theater and uh puts it into um uh, do, doing something to uh, keep building it in in a yeah. direction um so it's like if one person is is like how can we help the theater um find a better way to market and do creative marketing to get butts and seats. And somebody else is like, how can we uh, get more representation on stage that accurately reflect, reflects our community? Um, then those are two different uh, things. And, and, you know, while right. it may seem uh, it's, it, it's a two way street. It, it can seem unfair for the community members to be like the theater should be doing more. Um, yeah. It can. And I think it's, Oh, sorry. I got you off. Like to be like, yeah, but there's so many more of you than there are of me. Like, help me out, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, and I think I, I do hear a lot of complaining with no offer of help or or answers. Hey, we want more diversity. Yes, we all do. How do we do it? I don't know. How would you do it? I don't know. Right. So we're both in the same boat. Uh, Rather than hey, I I work in a, in a high school. Why don't we get some high school kids, you know, into the theater and I'll teach a workshop. Why that'd be a great start? Uh, hey, I got I got an idea. Like idea, like this is a community based on ideas and yes, ending them. So offer ideas rather than just always criticizing. Or, I didn't want to make it such a rather than to to criticize or to complain, because um, I mean we've we've like with the the local theaters we've all we, you and i have interacted with everybody who's pretty much in charge of those things and they all want a much of the same thing that everybody else want you know it's they want to run a good business they want to have a healthy community and they want to be all inclusive and and have everybody be happy to the best of their ability yeah yeah uh translating complaints into offers is um right beautiful and you know what goes for your neighborhood and your politics too people right <laughs> be an active citizen <laughs> so la last uh little subtopic that i want to touch on okay. before we wrap up is um the idea of uh building the talent pool because um and I don't want to talk about it in terms of uh, something you mentioned earlier, which is uh, the up and comers uh, versus like the experienced veterans. Um, that's a tricky balance too. I've definitely yeah. been um, in a position of directing a show where um, uh, 
sometimes it's 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 like i want to support the up-and-comers um and also challenge them in a way that um some people who are more comfortable would be more resistant to being well that's elastic time cannon right that's that's the whole story yeah yeah it's that but also also like some uh here here and there like like if i put together a a, a troop or a one-off show or whatever it's the last of time yeah. camp is definitely that is 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 like that was about here's a here's a group of people who are not only in that up and coming a uh, few years into improv spreading themselves thin and all being in groups of different combinations with the same people um right. and yeah th- and then that and then that show is also like can i with like you you just I didn't know whether I could uh, effectively lead um, a group of people who uh, weren't quite as open to um, those challenges and trying uh, crazy things. You know what I mean? And maybe that's that's uh, that, that's a that's interesting to me because, like, if I had to put someone in that role of all the improvisers I know, it would have been you. Okay? You are a natural leader. Like you, you. They have that kind of charismatic thing about you that people do follow you. So, to me, you doubting that is interesting. Like, I, but I get it. I mean, like you said before, us as artists do have that self doubt thing. But I've never heard you say that before. Yeah. Well, and I, I don't know. It's part of it is is a doubt of like, because uh, I, I'm, I was only in like my mid twenties when directing that, um, and I I didn't feel like so young. Me, I know. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I didn't feel like people didn't respect me or whatever. It's, it's, it's just like, I, I don't know. I, I really, it's not, it's not so much about the specific situation with, uh, elastic time. Right. It's, it's mostly about like, like, how do you kind of, uh, cultivate the, like, like, like raising the bar to the next level, but right. still taking the ingrained members of the community, uh, with it. I think that's, I think that's the balance because there's like, yeah. um, there's other shows like the draft, uh, uh, that I thought would be a great opportunity for um, th- this is a, sh- a show where you uh, people sign up to participate. You draw random names to draw to uh, draft up small groups of like three or four people. And then you do uh, a month long tournament of them was, was how we, how we did it. But I thought that specifically, you know, conversely to okay, yeah. uh, elastic time candidates is, is like, is like, what about the veteran people who, how can I get the mixed bag of, of, of people who maybe don't want to do 22 rehearsals for a show, but like do want to mix and mingle with their uh, fellow performers more, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. What are your, what are your thoughts on like, how, how do you balance like, like keeping the new crowd pushed up and up and seeing how far they can go with, with their wave, but also managing um, the, the community's uh, experienced, pool of improvisers oh wow that's uh <laughs> i think if i had an answer to that man things would be a lot different all around uh yeah so, uh honestly though i think it's up to the individual to be honest you you can't you can only leave the horse to water or off the water you know um uh, because unfortunately if you're going to play with people who aren't seasoned you have to help them get seasoned right Mm-hmm. And the best way to do it is to, to play with seasoned performers. 
Uh, it's, but if that seasoned performer doesn't want to, you know, give up their time, which I understand, because by that time they've given up, uh, given a lot of time to the theater and their art and stuff like that. So it's it's hard to get excited about rehearsals. I remember when we try to do the the weekly rehearsals, like the Gauntlet Week rehearsals at at Pointless. It was it was rough, you know. Yeah, and uh, I mean a lot of that with the drive time and stuff like that, but just trying to it didn't feel like the excitement as it would have when we were doing that for like when we were younger i guess um so i um i guess it would be up to the director to come up with a curriculum that was both challenging for the seasoned professionals but accessible to the the newer people in the room yeah well, yeah, and, and maybe not always playing to the lowest denominator, you know? Right. Uh, well, okay. Man, I don't need to take another character workshop. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's where it's, it's, it's like, um, uh, yeah, in, in New York, in the, with, they, they did this big, uh, shuffle of the house teams, um, at the People's Improv Theater where, uh, I was on a house team. And, um, you know, it's just an interesting thing that they they're they're kind of drafting teams. It seemed, and they assign everyone, and and then you, and then you get your own coach. Uh, you find your own coach. You're not assigned a coach. Um, but uh, it seemed like they were like, oh, this would be a good mix of people and and sensible things. But then when you get onto the team, and it's and it's like it's like, man, there's a mix of different goals here because some people are like, oh, I've been doing it for ten years, and 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 usually I'm the person who's always like, let's rehearse. But in this instance, I I, I was like, I feel like for what we're trying to do, let's not rehearse. <laughs> like I'd rather like uh, hang out than 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 go to the 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 and then go to the show and have that be the time that yeah. we're building chemistry with each other. Um, and other people are like, this is my first house team experience and I want to uh, rehearse. I want to get better. I don't feel like I'm I'm really uh, uh, getting the things consistent that I want to get consistent and uh, and every and everywhere in between. And so it's like, um, I think maybe a big part of the answer is like setting the expectations um, so up front so that like if you're like finding ways to communicate what your goals are and what your expectations are as a performer you're like i'm somebody who would love an opportunity to rehearse a lot to really work on form yeah. be good at it or i'm somebody uh that that would ra i just want to do the bread and butter montage i want to have fun keep it loose and i'm yeah. not i can't I, I don't have the time to rehearse um whatever it is then like it's easier to match people who have the same goals and want to do the same type of work. And I think, that, and I think that I maybe make too many assumptions about who is or isn't interested in, in, you know, certain types of processes. Um, I think we're always so afraid of asking that question or asking questions. And I think people are afraid of being honest when they answer this question, those questions. Cause mm -hmm. I've, I've seen that situation come up as well. Like, it, yeah, I think just communication all across the board should be a little more uh, transparent. Yeah, we should have playing cards, annual playing yeah. cards. Playing cards. <laughs> I think we do. Keep us on make those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know what I mean? Like, here, here are my stats and my interests. Yeah. 
or like like i guess here's my work schedule but uh here's when i have a babysitter uh you know uh, these are the times throughout my lifetime i'll be single uh so i'm even more free uh it is it's like okay cupid for improvisers right (laughs) um yeah well so i'm i don't know if we gave a real strong answer to it i I think i think i think the idea of uh expectations and um communicating what your interests and goals are can go a long way to balancing new and old talent well it's not our jobs to tell people what to do with their lives (laughs) it's just like hey this is what this way it could be this is what it's looked like and and then here's a new way of thinking not always expecting you know i i really think you nailed it at the beginning of the conversation talking about putting in as much as you get or give as much as you take i think like find that balance if you can you know if you are you know coming to every jam that's awesome uh if you are you know if you just promoted your own show and asked people to put up stuff on their social media platforms when your friend asks you to do the same make sure you do it's Mm -hmm. it only takes a couple seconds and it does help with the algorithms and whatnot yeah so it's you know just commenting on things you know just getting making making your your community your theater more visible it's a good start yeah be a buddy be a buddy plus i mean you know it gets you noticed like people who put in extra stuff you know get recognized for the effort they put in mm-hmm. they don't always you know get rewarded equally to the, the amount of work they put in but yeah. it does it, it does help yeah but the but people who are doing it for the right reasons aren't doing it for those reasons of, of oh yeah recognition right yeah. and that's really where what it is is like it does go hand in hand but you have yeah. to keep yourself in the mindset of not needing it to turn out the way that you hope it does you don't need well, it to because you saying that just reminds me like how many times have been asked how much I, I get paid to to run the YouTube page like when I used when I used to record shows and stuff like that like I've never made a dollar <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, but that's not the point your <laughs> like, will come when you enter the Guinness uh, Book of World Records for <laughs> most improv videos on a YouTube channel <laughs> oh my parents will be so proud yeah. <laughs> well. Um, this has been a really great conversation, right? I think we it's covered always. a lot and a lot of, uh, subtopics, um, obviously things like, uh, diversity and inclusivity are, are things that, um, yeah. we'd be better off having a panel discussion about, or, um, a more inclusive discussion about those things in, uh, dedicated episodes. But I think being able to touch on everything about community and just thinking about it in terms of like that, that give and take, um, it's good to, to just remember that, like, yeah. how much have you gained from it and what can you give back? I mean, in, in times right now when the theater can't give much back because they're not doing much or, yeah. you know, they don't have a theater like a or brick and mortar building to, to open. Um, maybe it's time to get more than the take. Yeah. Yeah. Um, OK, awesome. Um, uh, speaking of being a good community member, uh, shout out to Serious Gear. uh wearing brand spanking new t-shirts sent from our mitch socia and uh speedy tees shout out to them for uh printing the t-shirts um also uh if you are looking for 
more improv FAQ, you can check out the YouTube channel uh, where you'll find all the most um, complete and up-to-date content. Uh, there's also the Facebook page, and we are also a podcast with Gabber Media. So if you prefer to have this uh, in your earbuds on a walk or whatever, um, <laughs> I guess you can start. Yeah, take us for a walk. I haven't been on one for a while. So take us for a walk. Uh, we are now all caught up on uh, episode releases for podcasts. So uh, check that out. Uh, okay. I don't know. Anything else you need, you want to plug? What do you got going on for vacation? I just got back. We're good. Yeah. Went to Picture Rock. It's gorgeous. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, looks like a ton of fun. Uh, but uh, vacation's over. Bob's back. Thanks for joining. We'll catch you next time on Improv FAQ at length. <laughs> Bye.